1: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: The following is a
1: production of Dirty Mo Media. It is hot and steamy in downtown Indianapolis here in the middle of the late August. We're recording on Wednesday in another episode of Speed Street. And it is hot and steamy, and the rumors are flowing, and there's more juice going in silly season. We're going to talk about all of it on this week's episode. Glad to have you with us, Joey Molinero. I've been Walton, Connor Daly here with Dirty Mo Media. Uh, Connor's got a re-ca- recap of his Nitro Cross over the weekend, he's got the look ahead to St. Louis. At 34RL this weekend, good to see him back in an uh, in IndyCar seat there. Of course, we're going to touch on that. We got some birds to give out. We got some weekend podium to go over. It's a full show per usual here on Speed Street. Glad to have you with us, like I said. And I uh, can't go anywhere without Connor Daly. Connor, are you keeping cool? Are you staying hydrated as we head into this weekend?
0: Oh, man, it's going to be hot. Uh, we get to the track on Friday. The forecast is 101 degrees, uh, so that'll be rough. Um but hopefully cool. it looks like uh Saturday, Sunday looks like the weather gets a little bit more reasonable. Uh high eighties, which still sucks in a modern day Indy car. Um, so I I'm I'm pumped to uh to to get there, uh pumped to just kind of just get back into it, get back into the swing of things. Um and and yeah, gonna be hot for everyone. So we're gonna get after it, but a lot of preparation this week. A lot going on in the racing world. Uh big news today, like you mentioned. Um, we've got a few things that I want to get into, uh, Marcus Erickson, uh, signing with, with, with Andretti Autosport, big news. Uh, there, there was a couple things in weekend podium, um, that, uh, that will be, you know, very interesting to talk about. Um, and other than that, I mean, we had a lot of SRX racing. We had a cup race that I thought was absurdly boring. Um, and we can all talk about that. So, I I guess Joey, do you want to start? Let's start with SRX because it was my last race in the in the commentary booth. It was the season finale. Um, SRX racing. I thought it was a great race. I thought it was a fantastic event. Um, I enjoyed everything about it and commentating it. I I, I think other people agreed as well. Did you have a chance to look
1: at it or see any any uh any highlights of it? I did not get to catch it uh, because I was on stage performing at the time in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, That is more important. (laughs) Yep. It was a great night, a very fun time there. Um, But I did, you know, I was following on Instagram afterwards and everything. was able to see, you know, the news uh, about Newman and whatnot. But um, from your vantage point, uh, being in there in the finale, you know, in the booth for the last one, did you feel uh, different than the middle of the season when you were in there? Could you feel the end of the season uh, tension going? Yeah, sort of. I mean, honestly, I,
0: I just I just thought it was an entertaining race. Like I thought the the way the dirt, uh, you know, pl- played out, the way the the cars could race, um, I, I was entertained. And look, I, for me, I, I love all types of racing in general. I will watch all types of racing, as I've mentioned on this show before. But to get to talk about it and like and try to relay what I was thinking, like there was a lot of things that made me excited about it, and there was a lot of chatter about it on the internet as well. It seemed like so. Um, yep. I hope people enjoyed that. I, I love seeing what Clint Boyer did. I love, you know, Marco was fighting for a second in the championship there right at the end. Uh a lot of different craziness happened at the you know, end of the race on the restarts, and uh, and not a lot and and no cars were really destroyed. So good for the series. Uh looks like they've already also got their 2024 dates locked in on ESPN, uh, which is really Hold cool. There. So that so it seems like that series will be. Uh, you know, basically, able to continue. Uh, I, I hope they do. I, I think it's something that you know during the week we all crave motorsport. Uh, I, I think a lot of folks have enjoyed it. Um, yep. So why not give the people some more a- and maybe get even some more, you know, more drivers involved? Um, because I, I, I think it's I think it's a great series.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think they're really um, yeah. I, I enjoyed it the last two years, no doubt, being on Saturday nights. And, you know, being on CBS and everything, but I, I really think the the move to Thursday, bringing back the Thursday night thunder, um, like you mentioned, it's just like, uh, you know, we were old enough to remember Connor when, you know, they didn't have college football in the NFL on Thursdays. And then all of a sudden, yeah. they that in and it was like, oh my God, this is so great. Maybe not Love for the Thursday football nights. players, but <laughs> Thursday night. it's awesome. It starts yeah. the weekend. We got something to look forward to get together with the buddies and now during the dead of summer when when we don't have football uh you know just like boring major league baseball dog days we can yeah. gather around and watch some entertaining auto racing which is great
0: yeah absolutely so that that was a cool way to start out and and and, and i'm not gonna lie that that day was a wild one for me uh, obviously the the show started at 8 p.m local time right because it's springfield missouri yep. uh 9 p.m eastern um and originally I was scheduled to to fly there on Wednesday and and have a you know nice relaxing Wednesday night with the crew the TV crew and all that stuff, um but uh, but then I I got an opportunity to to get on the uh, the Honda simulator with with uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan racing team obviously to get ready for St Louis, um and so basically that the the Thursday morning I spent on the on the Honda sim. Uh, thankfully, you know they they let me get on there to get some preparation for St. Louis, uh, which was super helpful. But that meant that basically, as soon as 12:30 struck, I drove to the Indianapolis Airport from the Honda Simulator, dropped off my car, picked up a rental car, drove six hours to Springfield, Missouri, uh, for for this uh, for the SRX race, and oh. I managed to get there two hours before the, uh, the 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 going green on the broadcast time. So. It was quite a long day before I even got on air for uh, for that for that event. And after that type of day, get back to the hotel because Springfield, Missouri is about, well, middle of nowhere. It's a town of, I believe, like, well, not Springfield itself, but the little town where the track is Lucas Oil Speedway or Raceway. Really? Um, the hotel was an hour from the track. So drive Plaza. an hour. It's about 1230 by the time I go to sleep. I got 1230, 1 o'clock. Uh, have a have a 5 20 a.m flight to salt lake city for the nitro cross event and i had already missed practice and qualifying on the thursday so i literally fly however many hours connect through denver get to salt lake 10 a.m uh or 9 9 30 a.m and drive straight to the track and jump straight into the nitro cross car nitro cross car right away with jarry bolt to get to get going with practice so that was a uh that was quite a a run of events of of travel and 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 lack of sleep um but that's what we do that life is in a crazy scheduling moment right now and and we went nitro cross racing that was uh that 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 was quite an experience i'll 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 say i
1: saw the uh i saw the photos of you flying through the air and Doing wild things. Uh, how, how did it compare to the first go around in there?
0: Well, so the very first day, everyone's there. They get to do a little jump practice, right? Because there's a hundred foot jump gap or a hundred foot gap jump, uh, which is honestly terrifying. Like I, I am not a like I'll happily jump some stuff, but like when you get to this racetrack and you look at this gap jump, which is like it's a hundred feet, but it's over another part of the track. It's yeah. like we're gonna be driving cars over that, and yeah. and it's it, there's no bailing out of it. Like you got to do it. Um, and so everyone else that had jump practice the day before and they're they're even they even have like a pit speed limiter like we have in the IndyCar, um for jump limits, essentially. So if you if you have a jump and you want to set a limiter to a speed that, you know, you'll get over it and get over it safely, respectably, um, you know, you can do that. And so I was getting out there right out the gate. And honestly, I'm pretty sleepy at this point. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's been a long <laughs> day, but I'm ready to go. Uh, my adrenaline is pumping. Like I was wearing my little whoop wristband and it said, I, I, I was in a high stress zone for like four hours in a row, which was basically the entire time I was doing jump practice and or getting ready for jump practice. And so the, the first time I get out there, you know, just trying to do some recon, all the other jumps went fine. Um, and I got to go do this. I got to go do the gap jump. You just got to do it. Like there's, there's no more just waiting around. Like you got to do it. And the jump limiter was not working. So I was like, hey, guys, this jump limiter is not working. I'm just able to go how whatever speed. And they're like, well, we'd have to go all the way back to fix it. And I was like, all right, screw this. I'm just going to do it, but just tell me the speed that I'm supposed to go, and I'll look at my dash, and that's what I'm going to do. And they were like, all right, well, it's going to be 122 kph. <laughs> whatever. I was like, all right, I'm going go to go 122 kph, try to use my right foot over a bouncy gravel ramp, and – So I get up to this thing and I'm like, all right, you know, here we go. This is all happening in a matter of seconds. And I throttle up to get there. And you also want to hit the jump while you're kind of throttling up or else you'll go nose down. And so I'm at like 122 from what I see, throttle up a little bit. But these cars have so much power, a thousand horsepower, and they accelerate so fast that I had got to 142 kilometers an hour when I launched off the ramp and flew about 90 feet further than I was supposed to fly. Uh, And when I landed, thankfully I landed like all fours and didn't break my back, but landed, car shuts off, fire extinguisher explodes, right rear damper has collapsed and broken, and I'm just sliding to, I'm just foot on the brake, just sliding to a stop. And the the fire extinguisher is still going off, and I didn't know it was a fire extinguisher because, like, there's a bunch of water lines in there. I have no idea what's going on. But essentially, yeah. it was like, like a something exploded, and I'm sitting in there, and I'm just like, I have no idea what to do. Like, I it's an electric vehicle, right? So like water, electricity, explosions. I don't necessarily know how that's gonna work. And these sure. cars are designed very safe. Like I, I wasn't worried about it, but it was also like an unofficial session. Like this was just an extra session for me to get used to like the the track and and the safety workers weren't really out there i mean they were there but uh there were the tow truck wasn't ready to come get people yet and the car was fine like i probably could have driven back but when the fire extinguisher went off it just shuts everything off so that was quite an experience that was uh that was like a all right i i actually thought to myself i don't know if i should be doing this i i i I looked around i talked to travis i was like dude I really, really don't know if I should be doing this. Like, like that was painful. That, I, 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 I. so that was
1: just, that was just after? It wasn't like mid-jump, mid-air, Ricky Bobby, like, I'm flying through the air. This is not good right now. It was after the landing. There was one moment in the air where I was like, I am going too far. And, but you can't really (laughs) do anything.
0: Like, you can't do anything. I'm like, I might have gone too fast. And like, you really feel like you're in the air a long time yeah and I'm just hoping that when I land all the all the pieces are still in place, and my body is still in one piece and so I landed actually, and I was like, Ooh. I actually felt fine. I had hit harder on a landing in Oklahoma a few months ago, but it was just the 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 fact that something exploded and everything shut off and I was just there by, all by myself and I was just like, that sucks but we basically get the car fixed up pretty quickly. And they're like, well, you got to go out again and do it like a few times and like actually get practice before we start this race day. And so then finally we get the jump speed limiter working and, uh, and just hit that sucker for the first time on the jump limiter. And it finally worked. We were able to do laps. And I was like, all right, now I'm not, the more you do it, the, the more comfortable you feel. But uh, it was a wild scene. And Travis apparently says unofficially, this is a very unofficial record, but like you can see in the ground where I landed, and he's like, "Dude, you jumped like 190 feet, like 185 feet." He's like, "I'm fairly sure that's a world record for electric vehicle jumps." So I, I, I don't know how many other people have jumped electric vehicles, we go. but unofficially, there's a 185 foot, 190 foot uh, world record electric vehicle jump. So that was that was the highlight of uh, of day one, really.
1: Not <laughs> a boy. Put it on the yeah. uh, put it on the tombstone one day there, right? 100 well, yeah. feet in the uh, electric vehicle. That's yeah, awesome. and, so, and it was all, a fun
0: weekend. Like I, saying,
1: I, yeah, all in all, it felt good. Did not once you got past that, it wasn't like uh, oh shit, I got to be in uh, any car next week. It was just a good, yeah. clean, fun weekend, right? Well, there's
0: definitely some times where you're like ah, you know, I'm trying to focus on next week. Maybe not take as many chances as I as I could. Um, but we had a great first day like we finished fifth made the final first top five there in the, in the rally nitrocross series um, you know got to race under the lights you know in the final with some really good drivers uh, and the track was like partially pavement as well which helped me get up to speed um, but yeah just a fun weekend working with Dreyer Reinbold again great people love those guys a lot uh, And and honestly like Travis Pastrana was one of the guys that really helped me, you know, friend of the show, Travis, uh, helped me do that. You know, but he was partially my sponsor, you know, him and, and several other partners that we had. Um, and, and, and that, uh, that meant a lot. So it was cool to get out there and stay busy, two really long days of a lot of driving. And so that felt good because it, you know, keeping me busy in a race car of some sort before St. Louis is always helpful. So enjoyed that, got some good results. Um, and, I was yeah, going to say, I
1: was going to ask real quick, you you mentioned that and just staying busy and, and being, you know, behind a wheel and obviously the two totally vastly different um, types of vehicles, types of driving, types of all sorts of things. Um, you know, ha- what, like, so basically just being behind the wheel, getting those reps in, just staying active as a driver, no matter what the discipline is, no matter what the vehicle is, is beneficial, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it keeps the mind sharp. Uh, You know, they have power steering and and the races are very short. So it's not a real physical challenge, but your heart rate's high uh, and you're really trying to make, uh, you know, perfect decisions for jumps, for these corners, handbrake. So there's a lot. And I think it's always helpful to keep the mind sharp. And so for me, that's why I love doing the racing that I can do. I feel like I'm already going to be uh, you know, at a, at a high level when it comes to the mental side uh, for this weekend coming up. And uh, and again, I, I always think that it doesn't hurt to be driving something, especially, you know, it went well. So like that, that's a nice, it's a positive feeling for me also. Um, so yeah, I, I think it can, it can only help as we as we move towards, uh, you know, another IndyCar race weekend.
1: All right, well, before we get into that, before we get into a little bit of um, the IndyCar Silly Season updates and news, uh, I know that we we did have a, a cup race that you mentioned off the top that you thought was wildly boring. I know Ben, you were there, <laughs> correct? Yeah. Um, okay, so Ben, first off, being there, what what did you think? Did you do you agree with Connor? What were your thoughts on Watkins Glen? And I
0: have more uh, to expound on
1: that, by the way. I don't want to just right. let I just the fans. now that we know. That's just
0: my yeah. initial thought.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean the I can't. I haven't really been able to see a whole lot of from what the race, but when, from what I remember, the green flag flew, went down to turn one for a little bit, went up to the S's, was there for probably 15 minutes, and then I went down to the bus stop, another 15 minutes, and then we started driving back. And we look at our phones and they're like, oh, stage two is already done. And we're like, we already missed like two pit stops and stuff. And we're just like, this is going to be like a quick race. And ended up being, I think, the quickest one in like the modern era or something. I don't know if you saw that stat. but I did, under two hours. That alone, I wasn't super impressed with it. But again, I haven't been able to watch the full replay.
0: Yeah, and and I what's interesting about it is I love Watkins Glen great track I've loved watching NASCAR races at Watkins Glen but I think when you look at Watkins Glen and and how quick these cup cars have become now on on road courses because the brakes are better the downforce is good uh you know cars can stay close but the but they're they're still pretty draggy so they don't create a huge draft um I I was just blown away. Like if you got to the lead, that was it. And, and there was not really much. I watched most of the race because I could, I watched it thankfully on the plane. Like I was able to watch it on, uh, on the TV on the plane, uh, through my phone. So I, I was watching mainly for this show. Cause I know we didn't have much IndyCar to talk about. And, and I know obviously the DBC guys and Denny Hamlin, you know, they, there's plenty of chatter there, but hopefully some of those folks listen to our podcast too. So maybe they want to know our opinions. um, but what, what I think, and, and again, Denny would, would know more about this, obviously, than me, but I have done a road course race in a NASCAR Cup Series car, partially, until the car broke down. Um, but but it, what it, Watkins Glen is such a high-speed track, and there's so much grip on that surface now that visually the Cup cars look quite fast on that, on that circuit. And there was a lot of onboard shots of A.J. Allmendinger when he's running fourth, trying to run down the 20 car, uh, trying to run down the top three. And A.J. is a very good road racer. And he is working his butt off to try to just get close. And there is no way to generate a run. Because of how dirty the air is behind another car, you see A.J. really trying to peek, peek the right front out uh, in the long carousel right-hander to go down the back straight, and they're just, they cannot generate enough of a run. And a lot of the moves on the, like everyone is so good on the brakes now, and you can be so late on the brakes now that there's not a big outbreaking maneuver that you see either. So I, I don't know what needs to be done there, but, but it was a shame because it, 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 it was not exciting. It, it was, it was something that I like NASCAR on the road races. I, I like to watch it and I, and I still watched it, but, you know, there was there was no ability. It seemed like to make that move to get close enough to challenge someone. The tire fall off wasn't big enough to really, uh, you know, make a point of like, wow, the leader all of a sudden pushed his tires too hard, and now P two is coming up fast. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some thought to be had there. Uh, I, I I listened to a radio interview. You know, obviously there there's no more stage breaks uh, for the uh, for the road courses either. So that changes things, right? Such a long green flag run. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I, I was disappointed with it. I, I was surprised how little passing there was. Like you saw at the end the only way that someone was gonna pass someone was by Austin Dillon absolutely hammering Kyle Larson off the track, and then they both wrecked each other in the last corner, which that was the most exciting part. So pretty crazy to watch how that how that really unfolded. Yeah. And the, the... Hey, good for Denny. Hey, Denny top, you know, P two.
1: Great. Great race for our uh, fellow podcast uh, compatriot. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. It's um, it's it's it, it, it's tough, man, because I feel like what you're saying is those are all things that people call for and that you want to see, right? You 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 want to see a resurface. You want to see the track have a lot of grip. You want to have these cars uh, be more modern, right? But then yeah. in a situation like that, then you're like, fuck, like now we're kind yeah, like of like they looked fast, r- like right, I, I right.
0: I, I I enjoy. I was like, oh man, he's got like. Banging gears, bus stop looks fast. Like the cars are like heavy to drive, but everyone is so good now, and all the all the cars are so close that like sure. there's not a lot really
1: happening. I are so think, close that it eliminates the, the the competition. You know what I mean? It's it's a weird 2020 there.
0: Yeah, and road but courses, you, I, I would say at Coda, you know, it, passing was difficult, but we still had the opportunity to do it because of that long straight and and how the tires wore out there at Coda. Maybe. You know maybe that the tires need to wear a bit aggressively uh you know more aggressively for for watkins glenn i i'm not sure but it was it was something that that just surprised me i would say it, it looked more like a not a formula one race but like just hey yeah. these are all really good drivers in really good cars and unless someone's got a big advantage or unless someone cycles to the front track position wise you know william byron did the job he executed everything he needed to do and they and they win the race it was as simple as that
2: yeah Connor I you want... talked about how quick the bus stop was even at the entry of the carousel it's crazy how quick they were hitting the, the curbs and then getting right back on the gas and then on the brake oh, and it yeah. seemed like AJ I think was one of them he downshift I don't know what gear he was through the, the bus stop but he downshift really quickly back on the gas just to roll the center so yeah I think you have that you don't have wheel hop anymore you have bigger tires lower horsepower so it's just like like you said everybody's so close Arrow is oddly so weird and i think the short tracks deal with a lot of those problems as well so
0: yeah exactly just interesting i mean the xfinity race was definitely a little bit better i i enjoy watching the xfinity cars there they still have a, a a good race um and i i would say that the finish of that race is definitely still controversial i don't know if sam mayer i mean that is xfinity racing i mean that is technically nascar racing someone shunts someone else off the track all right that's just part of how it goes but uh Ty Gibbs obviously very not happy with that, uh, and Sam Mayer now you know quite a road course winning guy. Um, so it's that 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 was wild to to see. But uh, good friend Parker Klingerman having another great run there, um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was an interesting weekend for NASCAR motor racing. I would say that's 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 kind of the best way, the best way I could put it. And and I, I was I'm very curious to see what other people think about it. I, I think there are a lot of people on the same boat. Um, but feel free to to tweet at me and and tell me what you thought as well. I don't think Watkins Glen should ever go away. I think it's one of the staple road course circuits, one of the one of the absolute legendary NASCAR road racing circuits. Um, but you know, I'm sure there could be a change to help help the racing there. Hopefully,
1: racing fans hit the gas on nonstop action. Add DraftKings Sportsbook to your race day lineup and level up the thrill of every lap.
0: New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. While I can't personally bet on IndyCar races, stay tuned throughout the whole season to hear Joey's insight, especially during the month of May. With props,
1: parlays, and more, this action won't stop till the checkered flag drops. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SPEED. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SPEED.
0: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. Twenty-one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus
1: bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com/auto racing terms. And uh, it was interesting last weekend, search, certainly going to be interesting this weekend as they head down to Daytona. Oh, yeah. Saturday night, uh, Ray said Daytona International Speedway should be fun. I'm uh, looking forward to that one, no doubt. That All one right, will Vinnie. be an interesting one because, as Denny said in his
0: podcast, could be Crash Fest. And I think everyone yeah. is, everyone's ready for it. Everyone knows Um and I, I'm excited to see. Like, obviously, the last Daytona race, I was in it, so I, I get to now watch uh, from 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 my couch uh, or from St. Louis, wherever I am. Um, but a very exciting scene that NASCAR has painted there for the uh, for the playoffs. So I'm excited to watch it.
1: Who knows what could happen? For sure, and Corey LaJoy wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey LaJoy, Chase Briscoe, you know, yeah, Chase. some guys in there, right? Uh, um. Well, cool, man. I I think now we got to get to a little bit of the IndyCar wildness, craziness. That uh, I was hoping you were going to bring this up. Yes. unfolded uh, right before we we went on air here to record. Uh, we talked about it the past couple weeks. We we mentioned it for sure last week about the latest reports and rumors from Marshall Pruitt that he was hearing and reporting that Marcus Erickson was going to be on the move to Andretti Autosport. And about two hours before we started recording this pod on Wednesday. That news um, became official uh, that after these final three races, Marcus Erickson's time with Chip Ganassi Racing will come to an end, and he will be joining Andretti Autosport in 2024. Now, is it... I thought it was in the 28 ride, but is it still yet to be confirmed? I don't
0: know yet. Yeah, I don't think they announced the car number. Not yet. But I... Okay. I mean, what... I want to get your thoughts on that for like, when you saw that, obviously race fan Joey, now that you know, these guys too, what, what did you think? I mean, what was, what did you think?
1: Cause I, you know, that, it's, that's,
0: it's, I mean, I think we saw it coming, but that's
1: a big switch, big switch. It is. It is. And we did, you know, again, you, I, you, I know we all trust Marshall Pruitt and his, you know, like it, with his reporting and, you know, the guy's pretty plugged in obviously. Um, so we knew that there was a, very good possibility that this could happen but it's kind of a similar conversation that we've been having about alex Palou and a different light right when you look at the success that marcus erickson has had with chip ganassi racing you don't know, have to list it off but obviously 500 you know multiple, multiple yeah. wins you know the guy just constantly in it uh, um to then go to a team like andretti autosport who yes financially and and name brand recognition one of the big dogs but you know not it wasn't too far ago it was just earlier this year before Kirkwood won two two races this year that you know you had Townsend and folks talking about is it really the big three or is it just Ganassi and Penske and then you take you know step down and there's Andretti and so, you know, that kind of goes in my head. And I saw even a buddy of mine who, who posted about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, the move to Andretti worked out so well for uh, Hinch and, 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 and Grosjean and uh, trying to think off the top of the other person that he said. And so you do think a little bit about like, OK, I understand that. Trust me, I you want to be wanted, right? You want to feel wanted. You want to feel like you have that recruiting pitch to you about how, hey, come here. We would love to have you. We would do this with you. You could change our situation. You want to be wanted. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, just like we were talking about with Palo in a bit. Is it, is it worth the numbers and the results that you've put up with Chip Ganassi and the proven top dog one-two punch in IndyCar that they and, P- and Penske are to 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 go and take that deal with Andretti. And now I don't know the financials. Maybe he's getting paid an absolute fuck ton. And <laughs> <it's, "Hey, laughs> yeah. This is I got my Indy 500 win. I'm getting paid a shit ton. They want me. Chip was kind of screwing me over a little bit. You know, give him the birds, right? And uh, he just said, I'm gonna go there. It's tough, man. It's really interesting and tough to think about what Marcus Erickson is going to become next year and beyond just based on the different drivers that we've seen make the switch over to Andretti or be a part of Andretti and if it's not gone so well.
0: Yeah, it's definitely interesting to look at because sometimes when you get into this sport, uh, as any young driver would, right, I I would say not a lot of young drivers or not a lot of first-timers in IndyCar get to enter the sport at the top level, right? Marcus yeah. Erickson Marcus Erickson got to enter, uh, you know, with with Errol McLaren, the the, the yep. Schmidt Peterson team, and then yep. boom, right to Ganassi, right. And so he, and he won the Indy Five Hundred. The guy has had an incredible record with Ganassi because Ganassi are the best team. Like they are the best team for sure right now. I've got everyone will tell you that. Um, and it is a bit of a risk, but again, the situation that Marcus is in, right? He he had to bring the sponsor at a ganassi like husky chocolate yep. if you don't know that's marcus erickson's sponsor like, like that you know marcus erickson is a guy like me bringing Bitnile and, and and partnering Bitnile with ed carbon racing like that those were deals that were you know we have you know started right and so You're, like i i can't think of husky like husky chocolate's not gonna be on uh name any driver next year. Like, Husky we'll Charles not going to be months. on Kyle Kirkwood's car next year. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're with Marcus, right? So, yeah. but I think Marcus gets to a point as well where maybe that, I, I don't know if that sponsor is like, hey, you know what? I don't know if we're going to be able to pitch in as much as we can anymore, but Marcus does Shooter. not, like, Marcus should not need that anymore. Marcus should be like, hey, we don't care what sponsors you have behind you. We want you, and we need to be, you know, paying you. And and honestly, the, with how tough this business is, you know, maybe Chip didn't have the sponsorship to be able to be like, "Hey, man, sorry, we can't like, we can't do that." This is this is part of the game. And Andretti, honestly, I, I think what they are doing overall is really is really powerful right now. They they've got a lot of great things going. You know, they're they're involved in NASCAR. They want to be a Formula One team. You know, GameBridge Group One Thousand One. You know, Dan Towers and Michael Andretti. They have they are making a power play to try to be the best, and I respect that. I, I think yeah. that is, if you've got the the ability to do it right, you're going to have Colton Herta, Marcus Ericsson right out the gate. Those two guys are like, all right, you know, is Grosjean coming back? I don't know. Obviously, Devlin's not going to be there. Um, but uh, but it, it's that's a powerful you know that's a powerful driver lineup that they're aiming for, and if they're willing to pay Marcus Ericsson handsomely, look, as a driver, you're going to go there because. Andretti is not in a bad spot. Like they no, are no. race winners this year, they are competitive at the speedway. They're competitive almost everywhere. Uh, and and I know about that organization after kind of you know loosely working with them with with Shank this year. And it's and it's still an incredible organization. Fantastic engineers, great crew guys, great leadership. Um. So so for Marcus again, I think for him he's he's won the biggest race in the world with the best team in the sport. It's it's not a backward step. It's just, hey, you know what? Different environment. You know, maybe a, a long future ahead with a great paycheck. That's 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 what I think people have to remember, right? And we don't look do out this, for zone. Yeah. We don't do this just for fun. Like we in the end of the day, we gotta make we gotta make money doing this. You know what I mean? Like this is something that does put the food on our tables. Um, and good for Marcus. He deserves it. I I respect that uh that move by Andretti. I respect that move by by Marcus, um, and it seemed like quite an amicable situation, rather than some of the other situations we've seen uh, with driver announcements and 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 all kinds of uh, you know chaos in the in the Alex
1: Polo camp
0: over the uh, over the last couple of years as well.
1: Before we get to the Polo, because Will Power made some pretty wild comments about the yeah. uh, situation. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't think that Erickson and uh, this could very well be a freezing cold takes by the time that this podcast comes out. I don't <laughs> think that Erickson would go to Andretti for the 29 ride. I think he would only go there if he's in the 28 DHL.
0: I I think it it, it it's 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 basically up to Andretti, right? Like I think there's going to be it doesn't I mean they could put him in number 69 if they wanted. You know, it doesn't matter what it is is what the sponsors are. Uh, you know, he he's gonna be there and they're gonna make sure that it's a good situation. Um, so realistically, you know, numbers and 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 crews get kind of jumbled up every now and then, switched around. Um, so it it, as long as he's there as part of the organization, they're gonna put him with with a a good situation and a good program. So that's kind of how that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. And speaking of Alex Pelot, by the way. Just to give people yeah. a quick sanity check on Alex Blow, I have seen him at the gym the last two days, every morning, uh, each morning, and uh, first morning I, I I've seen him since obviously all the news broke. I, I walk up to him, I don't really know what to say, you know, I'm like, hey, are you good, bro? Like, all fine, and he just looks at me with his eyes, like, yep, all as well. I'm like, all right, Alex Blow, happiest man on the planet, about to be IndyCar champion, and I I just I kind of give him one of those looks though, like. I kind of want to know how this all went down <laughs> like, like someday over, you know, over a cold beverage. Uh, you know, I hope to know, uh, you know, what, you know, the, the, the Alex below story, the Alex Pillow documentary, but, uh, I have seen Alex below. I don't want to get in deep into his business, but I want to let the people know Alex Pillow has a smile on his face as usual. So he's, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he, and, and you should having a massive lead in the IndyCar championship.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, he, he's like, it, it could be worse. Still, it could be worse. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Will Power, he, he comes out and, and and says something along the lines of he shouldn't have a contract at all with how he's been. Is this how it went down?
0: <laughs> oh, Will Power is hilarious. I don't know. I, I just love hearing Will Power talk. I'm glad we got him on our show. We got some great clips out of that. I still want to post clips of that interview. So, um, it's uh, – Willpower is always going to speak his mind, and it is a wild situation. So a lot of us kind of look at it like, whoa, this is this is uh, still hard to believe it's gone down as, as it's gone down the last couple of years. I'm trying to find it here. <laughs> the willpower quotes. From yeah, he was tomorrow. on Speed Freaks, which is a great show. I, I, I've been on Speed Freaks a couple of times, great people there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a. He says a,
1: a, Alex Blow would dishonor a contract with himself if he were to start a one-card team. <laughs> aggressive, aggressive. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we know where all Will Powis stands in that whole situation, and, and uh, you know, for as successful as Alex has been, um, you know, mean may not be wrong at this point. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, I think,
0: as we mentioned on last week's episode it is a ruthless sport it is a it is a it is a sport that is just it presents many many great times and many many just teeth grinding times of like oh my gosh this is wild so it's part of it part of the game uh, and that's the game that we've chosen to play
1: (laughs) No doubt, brother. No doubt. Um, well, the game that you are choosing to play and going to be playing this weekend is uh, one in the 30 ride for Ray Hall, Letterman Lanigan um, in St. Louis at Gateway. I thought that it was going to be Saturday night under the lights in the evening again, <laughs> and it turns out I was wrong. It is Sunday afternoon, um, but regardless, looking forward to it. Now, you've been on the simulator, you said, uh, last week. You were able to get in there at Honda um you're taking off going to be out there the very very hot weather um but it is uh an oval it is a uh fun always exciting interesting race um how are you feeling going in what are you looking forward to most what are you most concerned about
0: yeah honestly super pumped about it can't wait to get going um it's it's a new situation uh you know, I've talked about on this podcast before how difficult it is getting into a new situation. With uh, you know, we have one hour of practice, uh, or ninety minutes of practice. We can pretty much use three sets of tires. Uh, maybe uh, we'll run one full set out all the way to the end of its life. Uh, maybe two qual sims. So that that is that is a that's a challenge to get used to a, a whole new environment. Uh, to get to to work with an engineer who who does not you know who, does, who has not heard me describe what what cars do before right that's a relationship that has to be uh you know that has to grow that we have to get used to each other working with each other uh they've been great to work with so far for sure um but yeah it, it's 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 something that I, I wish i was jumping in as someone who has had no experience driving in any car before right it's it's much better jumping in with no no prior information sometimes uh, than, than, a, than a lot of different experience in different cars. But I think after having driven the shank car that has kind of uh, you know jumbled up my my experiences and and made me given me the feel of a different vehicle. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I think the most interesting thing, which was um, announced this week as well, the alternate tires that we have to run for the race on Sunday—that—that that yeah. was kind of a question mark over the last few days. Uh, I talked to Marshall Pruitt about it. Did a little article with him on that, um, and to let our folks know, the the folks that follow this show, uh, you know, obviously on the street and road courses, uh, IndyCar, we have to run uh, at least one at least one lap of the red tires uh, and the primary tires, right, or, or the green tires, whatever they are on the street courses. Um, because it you know it, it, it switches up the strategies of the race right the red tires supposed to be softer faster not last as long etc sometimes like places like the Indy GP they're the, they're the more ideal tire um, yep. but now at St Louis you know this is something we've never done before uh, an oval race where you have two compounds of tire that's brand new and I and I really don't know what to expect it's something that I, we've never done um, so that'll that'll throw some some Question marks, out for sure. I think yep. the the way we get to practice with them too is we only get w- one set to to practice on, so one set to practice on, and then one set for the race. So at some po- and what's fascinating, and this was this was uh, announced this week too, is that we can't start the race on the the alternate tires. So a lot of the times, like let's say we practice on them, they last eight laps, right? You if you're certainly if you're starting in the back you'd want to start on those things immediately pit and get rid of them uh and uh, but but we can't do that so it's basically going to be a pick the stint you want to run the alternate tire uh you know type of a race and uh, and that is going to create a, a, a strategy a strategy shift so i think it'll make the racing really exciting and honestly sad what what is sad is that someone's going to get lucky some people are going to get lucky by picking the right stint for those tires and and they they might not know if they work better towards the end of the race or getting rid of them at the beginning they might have wasted a bunch of time so it's 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 just something that that creates a bit of chaos so uh i think it's exciting though i'm excited for the opportunity i love oval racing but i think that the most difficult part about oval racing is how fast we are going on these tires right one percent of a grip change in the tire is a huge difference so you could work all day long on your car on those primary tires and then you might have to suffer on the alternate tire because if you change the grip just a tiny bit it can drastically alter the handling of the car especially on ovals like on on road and street courses you know we usually get in my experience on the red tires you can go a little bit of a different balance shift uh you know from 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 the primary tire to the red tire usually you're like all right i'm going to add a couple turns of front wing for the prime for the for the alternate tire take those back out for the uh you know for the for the primary tire some teams their balances are a little bit close and they they can basically just put both tires on and have the same balance but a lot of the teams will run specific qualifying setups for the red tires because they can get more out of them right so this is a very, very interesting, um, basically just wrench to throw at the, 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 the race in, in St. Louis.
1: Hey man, I love it. You know, let's, let's make some more. Camp. Yeah. Let's, let's make it even more interesting. Let's get people up front or usually aren't up front. Let's, uh, let's have a date. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. It should be great.
0: Yeah. And honestly, the Ray Hall team, you know, they had Graham was in the top 10 last year. He even led the race. Uh, and 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 Jack, my buddy, who I'm uh, who I'm replacing, sadly, you know, sad for Jack, but he, you know, he was running the top ten for a little while uh, before he hit the wall. So, um, so yeah, there, there's there are some things to be looking forward to there. 28 cars, obviously, again, because uh, you know, big field, big event. I, I I can't
1: wait for it. Are they gonna do the uh, flames? Oh right yeah, before turn one, even when it's daytime. <laughs> Yep, every year because last year was daytime too. It was like a a,
0: a three thirty start, um, so yeah, there'll be flames down the back straight. I'm sure big pyro display for the uh, for the for the pace laps.
1: Gotta love when you're just burning up in that car already, and then you are they just shooting uh, fire at it's us, the flames. Around, yeah, right by. Uh, that's great. That <laughs> uh, big NBC. Three thirty. Big NBC, on- baby. Let's yeah, go. Big NBC. 330 on Sunday. Let's keep that million plus viewership. Uh let's keep those numbers pumping, man. Let's keep it going. It's gonna be entertaining. Always is. But then like Connor said, the alternate tire they just threw in, all that. Um gonna be interesting, gonna be exciting. So can't wait. Absolutely. Um, all right. Let's do um let's do some uh podium. You wanna do some podium? Absolutely.
0: Let's get into the uh the podium from the weekend. Ladies yes, and gentlemen, start us off. All right. Ben, we're getting you involved in this too. Don't you worry, as always. Uh P3 for me. This is a a thank you to the uh this is Nitro Cross Car Suspension. I would like to thank they're they're on my podium for not breaking my back. Uh the suspension was good enough to withstand. Basically, it was a 4G vertical force. So like four g's through the bottom of the vehicle up through me uh upon landing so that's that's a pretty big force going through the old suspension and through my body yeah. and through my spine so uh thanks to my spinal column and nitro cross suspension um for allowing me to survive and uh and be happy as can be this week
1: <laughs> spinal column is important that's great Spinal columns are important up yes to um, cool. For me, uh, P3, uh, this is just over the last week, so P3, I gotta give a big shout-out to Ahsoka, the new Star Wars series on Disney+, very excited about this, uh, Ben, I'm sure that you are taking part, or maybe going to take part at some point, uh, but I've been waiting a long time for it, line-of-action debut for a lot of legendary Star Wars characters, and uh, I watched the first two episodes last night. I thoroughly enjoyed. And oh, so it's out now. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I
0: checked the other day. I was I was waiting for it, and I and I was a little early, so I didn't I didn't get to watch it yet.
1: Yeah, it came out Tuesday night at 9 p.m. And originally nice. it came out Wednesday, like they 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 would they would do like a 3 a.m. Eastern drop. Got it. clue, and then they like they made it a prime time thing, and so Tuesday night it dropped at nine o'clock. And so on the way home from my Cincinnati show, uh, me and the pops threw it up in the car. So I, I, I'm due for a rewatch. But the first two episodes in the car, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, but just excited for another new Star Wars show, man. Got to give it a Love piece it. Of-
0: Love it. I, I'm I'm going to be watching it as well as soon as probably we finish this episode.
1: <laughs> Good. Slow burn to start. Just All right. Of-
0: All right. Yep. Ben, what's up? Uh, I
2: gotta add that to my list. I'm behind on my Star Wars shows right now. I don't think Uh-oh. I'm. Come on, Ben. Uh, yeah, I know it's bad. Like I haven't even watched second season of um of uh, uh the I can't even think of it now. The, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Not Mandalorian. Uh, the Clone Bob Show. Fett? I can't think of the Clone, the clone sh- Show. Yeah, yeah. The um I, I I can't even think. What's the other Star Wars? Show? Uh, ba- oh, uh, Bad Batch.
0: Oh, oh yeah see, i didn't bad. watch that
2: one uh, i didn't yeah. watch that one yeah i haven't um watched the latest season of that or i haven't finished it. i don't think uh, so that's where i'm at um it's all right but back yeah, to the podium uh p3 for me pickleball i've been playing a lot of pickleball oh. lately i picked that up i think in like yeah. february maybe and now that summer's here i've been trying to play that twice a week um I've rolled my ankle a few times, and I feel like every time I play, I come back limping, even though I shouldn't be, because it's basically just like human big size, like ping pong. But you're um, too young for that, Ben. You're not allowed to roll ankles yet. You're like a oh, twenty year old kid. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just a child, as you put it. So yeah, um,
1: but I still have fun with it. So if ben, you guys, I, I, it's good for you. I I've been waiting for it to die off. Like I, it just seemed like such like a fad that just took over. <laughs> You know, I was like, "This is this is definitely like a fad that will fizz out," and it's not. It just keeps. See, up. I want to get into it. I,
0: I've been begging the IndyCar folks to to invite me to play. I'm I was warming up with pickleball rackets or bats the other day with Alex Pillow in the in the parking lot, getting a little warm up in before our workout. And I I want to play pickleball. So I, I no one has invited me yet. None of the IndyCar folks that play it, but a lot of IndyCar folks do play it. Yeah, I've seen
2: a lot, even in the NASCAR garage, they'll have they'll build like pop-up pickleball courts
0: and stuff. So it's
2: popular. And it anybody that's in the Charlotte area, the um one that opened in South Charlotte, it's a big indoor uh place. It's like a bar and pickleball courts. They're putting in like these electronic boards and sensors into the courts. Oh, it has instant replay. And every time the ball touches the line or (laughs) goes out, it'll like tell you. So it's this is like you know Premier League VAR kind of thing, so they're getting really high. Wow! Time. And so, and man,
0: um, right? Maybe look out I'll for that. One.
1: But clearly man, I'm, I got to get in on it.
0: That is is impressive. Pull Barry. on replays oh, for are... the boys just hanging out in the pickleball arena. Jeez. Um. P two. So, all right, we're up to P two. P two for me. I think this is kind of a uh, this is a respectable one. Patricio Award's lifestyle. Uh Pato Award's lifestyle is uh, is P2 for me. Um I I I feel like following Pato on Instagram is is a very entertaining thing because Pato is um he's like the F one driver of IndyCar. Uh yeah. like he he takes those cool photos of food. Uh he gets to hang out on yachts. Uh he's got this incredible beach property in Mexico. Uh, and he is there a lot, and so I I want to thank him for doing that for us as a community because I think it look it makes us look cooler. Uh, instead of me sitting in my condo in Indianapolis, uh, he's at a wonderful you know infinity pool with incredibly, uh, chef meals, uh, taking you know creative selfies, uh, you know some playing tennis on fine courts. Uh, and that's what we need. We need that type of energy. We need, uh, you know, he's got he's got that celebrity appeal. Instagram accounts that have more than half a million followers, like like he does, great for our series. Uh, and he's he's so famous to where you get to a certain point of fame on Instagram, which is something that I've noticed that you you can post like three word captions, like this is my lunch, and you know that like that's four words, but they're they're, they're like. Great, like, great things are come from the mood or something like that. And, like, yeah, it's like, oh, all right, cool. Like, 45,000 likes, 800 million comments. So so he's reached that level of fame, and I respect that. He can take very well colored photographs and probably have a professional photographer with him at all times. Um, So I think that's great for any car. So Pato's on the podium again. Yeah, he gets it. He gets it. He gets Gets it. he is. And I'm just jealous, honestly, of that lifestyle. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think no. it's fantastic. I, I would love, love to have an infinity pool in Mexico. Does not suck to be Pat award, that's for sure. Nope. Uh, my P2, this goes on to the people who came out to my August shows. Uh, I did Columbus beginning. I did Fort Wayne last week. I did Cincy last night. I uh, had a lot of fun at all of them. Um great people who were coming out during the week and and uh you know enjoying a show and then meeting afterwards and buying merch and whatnot. Um but yeah, just a big shout out to all of them. I had a handful of people at each show that were like, Speed Street, dude, yeah, I've been listening listener from the start. <laughs> I actually had last night a guy who came up and he was like, Give me your best counter daily stories. And I was oh like, boy. Oh, boy, I was like, You don't got time for that.
0: And
1: uh <laughs> he's like walking out the door and I was like Come on, man. I gave you some, but yeah, you're leaving. But, um, you know, said that he listened to the show, so uh, really, really uh, proud and happy and excited about the ones that we did in August. Appreciate everybody who came out. Um, got a little bit of a lull, and then I'm in Nashville on September 20th, Nashville, Tennessee, and then St. Louis the next week on September 28th, um, and then I have some shows in October as well, but coming up next month, that is where I'll be, so appreciate you. P2 to those folks.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I I also gotta respect the folks that came up to me in Salt Lake City, Utah at a Nitro Cross event, Speed Street listeners. So I was like, that was a surprising one for me, honestly. I didn't I I didn't expect anyone Total. to know who I was out there. Uh and Nation we got y. some listeners. We got some listeners out there in Salt Lake City, so we appreciate you folks. Um, ben, give us give us uh give us the, the second place position.
2: Uh, usually Joey has some sort of food element in uh, his podium. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what P one is, but apparently, again, I said last week that I love my docu series, so I got another like you know docu series. Oh, NASCAR's got one on Netflix now. They oh, announced yeah. it lingering for a while, and then they <laughs> confirmed it with the very very baseline tweet that said, "Hey, we're doing a documentary, no graphic, no photo. It's fine." And then Netflix
1: um,
0: tweeted about it too. I was like, "Oh, yeah. we're screwed."
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> they get Netflix.
0: Um, so we get CW. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, great for NASCAR.
2: Good great for, for them. But the weird thing is, it's five episodes, 45 minutes each. So, and it's supposed to cover the whole playoffs, which is interesting that it would only be that many. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for it anyways because it's racing uh, content.
0: So Yeah. I, I, that's a big one. I think that's a big get for them uh, because I, I also want, I, I would also say that. Because of this whole writer strike and stuff going on in Hollywood right now, there's probably going to be a craving for content. So, people are going to be wanting to watch new stuff. And if NASCAR puts this out at the right time, which it looks like, according to their schedule, they're going to be putting it out at a great time. That yep. could be a big win for NASCAR. So you got to think in one level deeper there. Um, that's that's a that's a good thing for them. I, I'm, very, I'm very jealous.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, it'll be big no matter what. And even if it's, you're right. I mean, it'll just be even bigger. You're right. But
0: if it makes front page of Netflix, anything's big.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which exactly. I'm
0: sure they will put that on there.
1: Yeah.
2: I think the bubble one was whenever they released that. Yep. So the, yep. I'm sure.
1: It was. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 It
1: was. It was big. Yeah. Kudos.
0: Come on. Got to give them credit. Uh, really- P1. So P1 for me is is actually. Uh, this was another news story in the week this week. Um, the F- AJ Foyt Racing and Penske relationship. That was something yeah. that uh, was announced this week. Um, if you haven't seen it, basically AJ Foyt Racing and Penske have formed a technical partnership, which essentially means, and and to think one level deeper, right? Penske at the Speedway lately at IMS... Have struggled for speed. I would say I, I, power was the, I believe their highest qualifying car this year. Only one car in the fast nine. Joseph started right next to me in twentieth. So Penske is looking for some of that overall speed for qualifying. Guess what? Two cars were in the fast nine at the Indy wow. 500, and one finished third. Yep, AJ Foyt Racing. So <laughs> uh, you know th- there are some there are some secrets of speed there. Uh, thanks to Michael Cannon, who came from Ganassi. Um so this is all just a it's all a, a, a an information uh superhighway and Foyt has uh basically they're in need of other stuff for road and street courses right they need supplies resources maybe some some data uh for a rookie driver like Benjamin Peterson and for whoever else drives for them uh you know next year um so very very good i mean this is a Big deal for AJ Foy Racing. A absolutely massive deal. So um I'm 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 happy for that group, honestly. That there's still obviously going to be some things, you know, having the equipment, you still have to execute with the equipment. So they're, you know, they're gonna need, you know, still to 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 do the job. But um that's gonna that's I mean, that's an impressive deal. To have Penske resources and relationships there for dampers and for technology data. That's big. So kudos to them. That's P one on my podium list. And so we, I knew we were. We had to talk about that at some point.
1: Yeah. No. Great call. Absolutely. Uh, to think of what could come there for sure. Um, cool. Mine. My P one. Uh, this goes to my twenties uh, because hey, birthday right. boy. The next time that we record <laughs> uh, next week, I will officially be thirty uh, years of age. Um, so I got to give a P1 to my twenties. Uh, this has been by far the most impactful, eventful decade of my life, my short life so far. Uh, you know, all of the things graduating from college, getting married, becoming a dad, family, uh, man, big, 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 career changes, buying a house, um, big, big decade, big decade. And it's been a great one. Uh, um, so I, I, I got a tip to cap to my twenties. Going out the door and, and looking very much forward to my thirties. Uh, but for this whole entire this is this is like an all encapsulating P one here, uh, because it's not just a weekend, it's been a decade long P one here and uh and a work in progress for my twenties. So uh I big guess big birthday
0: weekend ahead.
1: Love to, to see myself, it. I guess. Uh thank you. And yes, a big birthday weekend ahead of uh having a birthday party for my son. So nice. <laughs> um, because we <laughs> are teammates. Today- we are two days apart. Uh, he is August 30th. I'm August 28th. And so we are having the big one-year-old birthday bash this weekend. And, uh, hey, you know, at this point in your life, man, it really, you know, it's like... Back Double the, in the cake. Day, well, yeah, back in the day, it'd be like, oh, man, you know, like, I want to go celebrate and party and all this. And it's like, I'm honestly just so excited to, like, get the house ready and make sure my <laughs> son has a kick-ass first birthday party. And that's, that's what it's all about. So... I love uh, that. The twenties, Ben. I love something. that. So,
2: uh, really quickly before I get to my P one, do you have any advice for somebody that's maybe on the early side of their twenties? Um, as you, I uh, hit the next eight years.
1: Any words Ooh. of wisdom? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you're only twenty two. Correct. Okay. Uh, well, you're you're way ahead of where I was when I was twenty two. So that, that's good. Um, I always tell folks who are younger than me to say yes to as much as you can, whether that is job. Unless it's needle based. drugs. Well, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> don't do um, that. Needle yeah. drugs or <laughs> you know, prostitution or, you know, yeah, those yeah, kind of, don't. but hey. I'll do that. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Um, say yes to as much as you can, whether it be job-wise, travel-wise. If there's that night when you're like, ah, I don't know, but then you got some buddies that are like, come on, dude, let's just go out. And you're like 24. Or just do it. Um, because then all of a sudden you're going to turn around one day and and you're going to be 30 and you're going to have a zoo at your house and a mortgage and a kid and it's going to be a lot more difficult to just go do that um but also with travel as well Uh, and i always tell people which you're doing a great job of this, anyways but you know like for me if the job wasn't there you didn't have the job that you wanted um you know create that job like keep doing it until someone eventually is like oh this person is good and loves this and i want to hire them and you're already pretty much doing that so uh i think you're good man but uh yeah hopefully that helps cool i appreciate Love that it. No, that's some, that's that was some like a therapy wisdom.
0: session it was wow <laughs> Getting i enjoyed deep on that. the streets good,
2: yeah. good. <laughs> um well p1 for me uh speaking of travel uh being walk-ins i'm gonna throw back to that the s's um i said it before i went up there stupid crazy how close you can get to the guardrail yes um and how fast they're going and you're like look they're probably not going to crash and hit this guardrail <laughs> but yeah. if they do you know they want you to keep you know a certain amount of feet away from it i'm like i don't know if like 2 feet or 4 feet is really going to make a big difference when you have a a big race car coming at you but uh the views are incredible that was my first time in the state of new york actually so um, just being in nice. nice. that cool in the Rolling Hills, and I didn't get to hike or anything because I was just there on Sunday. But um, shout out to S's because that was super cool. A lot of good views.
0: Now let me tell you that the S's in an indie car. Like I, I was lucky enough to get to race there in in 2016 and uh, 17. I was actually like a hundred feet from finishing on the podium at Watkins Glen, which would have been my second podium in the year. Oh, who? No one remembers that. But Elio uh, passed me at the line as our car ran out of fuel on the last lap of the race so we finished fourth at Watkins Glen but awesome experience in an IndyCar in the S's I mean goodness gracious that that whole track obviously IndyCar we did the full track but that is without a doubt close to the top of my list of favorite tracks so I wish IndyCar still went there but glad that glad the NASCAR goes there I, I, I'm i jealous I think we should all be jealous
1: <laughs> well it sounds fun now I want to get out to Watkins yeah, Glen it's a it's That's a great camping fun. weekend for sure I was sure. going to
2: say great camping too the fans were they were rowdy I'm just just gonna put it right there,
1: but oh yeah, all, all about the camping. You know that I'm big, big in the camping for a race weekend. Yeah, oh absolutely. yeah. All right, that is weekend podium, folks. Uh, good deal. I think that we have come to the point in the show where we review. What do you got? Oh no, no, we're we we got
0: to give out some. I just I, we we did oh, that's some right. things. We do have
1: birds to give out.
0: I have some birds to give out. Willpower's birds. Um, th- this was a subject that uh, we we did birds a couple. couple weeks ago uh but these are these are two two willpower birds um to i don't know f1 twitter was was rampant uh last last week this week uh because they're they're very bored apparently uh they've obviously been on summer break um my my birds go to the people who think max verstappen should go to jail for a uh very uh, brief Instagram story of him driving one of the coolest supercars there is on the planet right now and uh just a an absolutely a, like some of these Twitter accounts that like obviously I think some people some some of them are joking like there's there's some jokes to it but Max is literally just driving this car which is a road legal road legal vehicle uh down the street and uh people were saying that oh, no, he's 30 kilometers an hour over the speed limit, which, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably go 30 kilometers an hour over the speed limit literally every single day. Like, (laughs) if he was doing 100 miles an hour over the speed limit, might be a crime. But, like, yes, that is technically violating a law, but, like, some of these things that, like, were tweeted, like, that there's some a special force of people that track down internet videos and like persecute or like prosecute not persecute prosecute folks that that are doing these types of things stop I just just stop that right now because I don't know if you've been to the internet but there's a lot of crimes on the internet that are being visual, like visually seen every single day certainly road crimes be there are Instagram accounts that are literally millions of followers for people committing road crimes. So like I, I think this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm hoping that more of these comments that I read are are purely sarcastic, um, but this th- this account that was tweeting all these things, spe- at the General Directorate of the National. G- Gender, gender army, or the the gender Amory or whatever this is—I don't know what it is. Some sort of some sort of group, a specialized cell that tracks down these kinds of videos broadcasted on social networks. I was like, oh man, that's yeah, uh, that's. Pee-pee. How do you pronounce that word? You, I see you that tweet right. I, ah,
1: I didn't want to try. Gender mari or something like that. Some uh, sort. Of, it's it's got to be French. I don't know. The statement, the sentiment still still stands. So that's yeah. just uh, they sometimes just you know put put the phone down and like go outside and take a breath and feel grass. Oh, man, just just one of those.
0: Like it is just that was one of the funniest things because I was like I saw this story on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like right, right. Literally, nice. literally, <laughs> just driving down the road in a really cool car. Like, oh, it sounds cool. Not speed and just adjusting the radio. Like, what? Likes. there was just there were so many things that just yeah you know, if you're if you think if you're that angry at Max Verstappen still for winning a world championship over Lewis Hamilton which I think most of these people are <laughs> let's just let's just pump the brakes a little bit let's just pump the brakes Max is not uh, going if, to jail Max is I, not have going two, to
2: jail. I have two quick things about that uh, number one <laughs> 30 if, for those that don't know 30 kilometers per hour is about 18 19 or sorry, thir- yeah, kilometers per hour is about 18, 19 miles per hour. So it's called he's going 20 over. not a huge deal. And if Max Verstappen was going the speed limit in a car like that, you know all the comments he would be getting about that too? They're going to be like, oh, you're going the speed limit in a car that's that cool, a supercar, he whatever, He could be blah, doing blah.
0: 100 miles an hour over the speed limit like at the snap of his fingers, but he's out there being respectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Respectful. It's it's that's a simple just, uh, fine at the most.
1: Yeah that's just you know that's a tuesday evening during rush hour on 465 you know yeah you get, uh, we're not in we're not encouraging criminal acts but that's that's that is
0: there was no harm being done to anyone there and i just oh my gosh f1 twitter as soon as i clicked on that tweet sadly my for you page like ends up being all these people tweeting about max verstappen first world champion to win from jail like all this stuff. i'm like oh my gosh like goodness <laughs> gracious Ah, oh so boy. Giving some willpower birds to those folks who uh who are diving deep enough into the internet to first of all screen record this and figure out if there are how many what can we find is a problem in this video. That is actually the core problem.
1: <laughs> yep. No doubt. No doubt. Max is probably laughing on his yacht. Oh, so. he's got to be just laughing his head off. Not not a care in the world. So um, all right, good deal, man. Let's wrap it up here with this, uh, the Ricky Treadway Random Indy 500 Driver of the Week. Yes, indeed. We do have
0: a Ricky Treadway Random Indy 500 Driver of the Week this this week from the year 1971. Hey. 1971, That's- Indianapolis 500. Uh, won by Al Unser, Sr. Uh Sr. I went this week with the 26th place finisher, uh, Art Pollard. Art Pollard. We did another Art, I believe. Uh, Another Art was our Random Indy 500 Driver Week a couple weeks ago. This is Art Pollard. Different Art. I made sure to check. Um, Art Lee Lee Pollard, Jr., American race car driver. Uh, Born in Dragon, Utah. Didn't know that was a town. That's pretty cool. Uh, Raised in Portland, Oregon. Uh... USAC Championship Series, obviously, 84 career starts. Uh, finished in the top 10 30 times in the USAC races, two victories, uh, both in 1969. Uh, Pollard died in Indianapolis, Indiana, as a result of injury sustained in a crash during practice for the Indianapolis 500, 1973. So, Indianapolis Motor Speedway claimed the life of Art Pollard, sadly. Um, R.I.P. Art Pollard. But uh, those were the days where the, the track was dangerous. That was a, that was a tough I mean, the track still is dangerous, but where cars are much safer now. Um, but yeah,
1: wild story. Art. Turned 46 one week before he died. He celebrated his 46th birthday and then passed away. Um, uh, yeah, in Indianapolis at the track. Yeah,
0: wow, well, a lot of crazy details on the crash that he was in too. That's, uh, that sounds pretty, pretty horrific. So, uh, so RIP Art Pollard. Um, yeah, poor guy, but, uh. Solid Indy five hundred um career results. Uh, you know, had a had a good couple runs and several Indy five hundreds to his name.
1: Absolutely. Art We've been allowed here with getting veterans and Pollard served in the United States Navy. Oh, instance. all right. Yeah. So, yeah, born in twenty seven. So of course he would have been uh you know, right around the age needed to be for uh, the wars that our country was taking place in um uh, during you know 40s and 50s and whatnot so tip of the cap to pollard of course for the service and also for uh his service and time as uh, an indianapolis 500 driver good deal Arc pollard everybody this week's random indy 500 driver of the week cool
0: Excellent. Uh, All right.
1: well this weekend we got uh like we talked about we got daytona saturday night for nascar we got St. Louis. We got Gateway all weekend. IndyCar. Oval's back. Connor's back out there. Uh gotta be fascinated. And very excited. We only got three of these things left, guys. I mean, we are in the absolute tail end, the 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 back stretch uh here of the twenty twenty three season. So gotta get in there, enjoy it. Let's finish this season strong. Connor, good luck to you. Thank and you. Then number 35 this weekend. Uh, go fast, drive them well. We even dodge all of those things. Um, we appreciate you guys. And until next time, we'll have a recap of Gateway, that and much more next week on Speed Street. Tune in to the newest episode of Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin. Make sure to follow the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss what Denny is stirring up.